seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill with W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with The Spark Social. And together we make up the the Marketing Marketing Essentials Essentials team. team. So today we have my other half, aside from the Marketing Essentials team, I have my business partner, Nicole Eller, from The Spark here. Hi, thanks for having me. Hello, hello. And we are here to talk about none other than LinkedIn marketing, which is actually, we've talked a lot about social media. We haven't spoken much about LinkedIn at all, right guys? It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. Or not in depth, I would say. Mm, I think we've touched on it a couple of times, but yeah, nothing yeah. like today. <laughs> Kind of interesting because LinkedIn is one of the things that you really focus on. Yes, this is true. So it's taken us this long <laughs> to bring you on to talk about the thing that you're really good at. Yeah, but you know, it happens. I mean, we get distracted just about every time. <laughs> Come on. Say so. it ain't so. <laughs> Holy cow. One podcast turns into five and then we're like, ooh, what happened? Right. But LinkedIn so. is a great platform. It's B2B. I think most people know that. And it's growing really, really fast. So it definitely deserves its own episode. All right. Excellent. I'm ready for it. Okay. So do you want to read some of the facts or do you want me to? Sure. Um, You know, and I think some of these might be uh, in need of updating, but what we are looking at right now is that LinkedIn has uh, just over 610 million users and only about 30% of those are in the United States. 70% of LinkedIn users are actually global, so outside wow. of the United States. So if you do big. any sort of international marketing, it is the, the, the place for you. 70%? 70% is global. You can listen to or you can uh, util- utilize LinkedIn in 24 different languages. Wow. Um, it's cool. the top, obviously top B2B platform. Um, and 40 million users, uh, probably a little bit more than that now, are in decision-making roles. So if you're really looking to get in front of those people who can make a decision on your product and or service, um, it is a great place to start doing that. I like this stat. 40, 41% of millionaires use LinkedIn. Yes. So yeah. there's some people on there with some spending power. Yes. So I mean, <laughs> what that usually says to me, and I think what that says to a lot of LinkedIn marketers is if someone is high net worth, they may not be using other social media platforms, but most likely they're on LinkedIn. So it's a good place to get in front of those high net worth individuals. And so this, yes. so this podcast is for the staff of those millionaires so that they can improve their social media skills. Are, are you, you mean we're not podcasting to the 1%? Um, who knows? We might have a 1% listener out there. Let us know who you are. We'd yes, like to please. meet. And the like address. To a sponsor. Please. Always looking for Please sponsors. go to Marketing Essentials team. Yeah. So before we get too far off track... Too late. Um, I think like one of the things that is a main topic today is how to use LinkedIn. And I think a lot of people just set one up because they're like, oh, I should have one. Mm -hmm. I'm in business. And they go about it all wrong. Absolutely. Agreed. 100%. Uh, So one of my biggest takeaways when talking to someone about LinkedIn is reminding them that if you are an entrepreneur, your use of LinkedIn should be about telling your story and your why 
why you're in business, why you have your company, you know, things like that. And not just throwing up a static profile to be, uh, you know, you're not, you're not looking for a job. It's not an online resume. Ex- exactly. Um, and even those who are job seekers, um, it still shouldn't be a static platform that you don't update or do anything with. You can absolutely make it interesting, much more interesting and much more personable than your standard resume. I think one of the things that I had an issue with when I first started using LinkedIn is there's so many different components mm-hmm. to the profile. Right. And sometimes like you don't know what to do with some of those components. Like right. some of them are obvious, you know, like your work history and your experience mm-hmm. and stuff, but there's other components there on the profile that it's like wouldn't really sh- not sure how to utilize them or how to optimize them more yeah. importantly. Well, so um, depending on how we want to mm. approach it, we can walk through a, a profile step by step. Um, it very, you know, overhead, but uh, and mm. look at um, because a lot of people get it a little bit off. When you're looking at your profile and you have your profile picture and that cover photo, what you want to do is just make sure that you have a professional-looking uh, profile picture that somehow, yes, Bill. Just, just, just one of them. Uh, yes, please. What that means is please, no please. selfies, uh, no pictures where there's that random hand on your shoulder. No cropped mm-hmm. photos, Because you were in a group or you at a bar is probably not, not the best. Great. Absolutely and not. And you know what? Almost as bad is just leaving that silly silhouette that the, without any profile photo. Oh, oh, no, that's horrible. I, I don't even accept somebody that's Mm-mm. looking to, to connect if it's no Sketchy. photo at all. Yeah, no, it looks like a fake profile. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That and your headline are the first things that people are going to see about you if they're searching. Now, um, what's the headline portion of the profile? Yeah, so the headline is just underneath that, and what that is is an opportunity to appear differently in the search results. Okay, so mine is wrong. I'm looking at my LinkedIn profile right now. I'm using this as an opportunity to update my LinkedIn profile. Perfect, perfect. You would think we would have done that by now. But this, this episode has turned into a workshop. Yeah, um, so out. real quick. So if your, if your headline says president, vice president, manager, professional, any one of those very generic. A bunch of different things. Okay, so that's not too bad. That's not too bad. So so Bill says uh, he's a drone pilot, commercial photographer, co-host of the uh, Marketing Essentials Team podcast. That's not terrible because if somebody's (laughs) looking for a drone photographer, you're going to appear. Hopefully. So there's three things that come up when someone searches for you. Your profile picture, which doesn't have any basis on the algorithm. Hmm. How... What degree of separation they are from you? Sorry, that's I have four things. The headline and the current position. So the two things that actually trigger the algorithm or the search keyword are the headline and the current position. So you just want to make sure that that reflects whatever you're looking to be found for. Okay. So in our line of work, we're often looking for vendor partnerships, and one that I constantly am looking for is copywriter or writer or creative. And so if I'm searching for that and it comes up, I get very happy because at least someone knows what they're doing. Sure, sure. <laughs> so just making sure that those uh, reflect you know, something that you want to be found for. So mine says that I am a social media manager and or marketer, I can't remember which word I picked, who helps small businesses be present and searchable on social media. I like So I like this example. I just started looking some up, but instead of just saying author or writer, this person said, best-selling writer about habits and happiness at, mm-hmm. and then she lists her website, which is GretchenRubin or something.com. 
I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> yes, you are. And okay. I am very familiar with Gretchen Rubin's work. And I somebody like, just so got she, a free plug. <laughs> she, but, well, she, in a way, found a way to position her title so that it talks not just about her being an author, but she snuck in what type of author she is so that she can... Exactly. Not just one an author, but quick, a best-selling author. author. Yes, exactly. So she built credibility and described her work. Yep. And her title all at once. So yeah, absolutely. And so um, my guess is if you went further down and you started looking at her summary and the other material that uh, LinkedIn allows you to add to your profile, she probably has links to. I think she has a famous quiz, a famous book, uh, several famous books actually, and it's probably available somewhere on that profile. And if not, then I'll you know send a quick message over and make sure she uh, fixes it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like it though. It, you have to, like you said, people, they only get to see your name and that headline at a glimpse and they're also scrolling quickly, going through connections quickly. You want to catch their attention, attention and make it meaningful exactly. as fast as possible. Yeah. Or if somebody is specifically looking for something you do, you want them to be able to find you just like on, on the keyword, Google. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. The keyword so. element as well. So yeah. both things in, taken into consideration there. And I do a quick note, um, I've done this to myself before, where I wrote a great headline and then um, went and updated my current position and found out that when you update your current position, LinkedIn updates your headline for you. And so I had to redo the headline piece. And um, That's a good tip. Yeah, so definitely uh, update the current experience and then update the headline, or at least remember what you wrote <laughs> for your headline. Very good. <laughs> okay, that's a good so. tip. Yeah, I'm just looking at mine now. It's like, ugh. <laughs> you know what? I got I got caught up. I'm looking and I started scrolling. I'm like, oh, let me see what people oh, have for their, for yeah, their photos. Yes, yes. Uh, so, you know, like most of us uh, hopefully have some sort of at least semi-professional headshot. You better have a good photo because I'm going to call you out right now. Oh, I have now. I have a good photo. I oh, know I because didn't mean, I didn't mean <laughs> you. didn't you. mean me. <laughs> going to shout out to my friend Brittany Taylor because she did my photo. <laughs> um, but Bill also does fabulous headshots. So <laughs> if you're in need... And please, please don't put your logo as your headshot. Oh, no, no, no. No, because you're going to need that on your company page anyway, which that's a whole other podcast. Sorry, I'm just, (laughs) this is what happens when you let me scroll. So let's talk about what a complete profile actually looks like. A complete profile means you have a profile picture. It's a professional headshot. You have a headline that is compelling and going to show in the search results for what you want to be found by. You also have updated your current position with your current role at whatever your company is. And your city is, you know, up to you. I mean, obviously, it should be where you are actually physically located. But there's there's very few choices on LinkedIn. So I think mine is Providence. But some people do the greater Boston area or the greater New York area. And that's basically our choices in this, hmm. in this area. And that it, you should still choose a location even if you do business internationally. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I think it may even force you to choose a location or it just comes... It just comes up empty. Um, okay, I got really because I'm looking at my profile. Yes. I'm an all-star somehow. What does that mean? Okay, so an all-star means you've completed every portion of the profile that LinkedIn thinks you need to complete. Are you an all-star, Justin? Justin, uh, yeah, you should be. I think pretty, so. Pretty sure you are. I'm yeah. pretty sure we're all all-stars, which is nice. It's also, though, you can have all of those completed without actually having a compelling profile. <laughs> Here I was thinking I was somebody cool. Oh, yeah. I no, was you're, it's like getting the perfect attendance award. <laughs> I was somebody. So, you are somebody, Bill. You definitely are. <laughs> um, the love. I can feel the love. I, as uh, Oscar Wilde used to say, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. taken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Thanks. 
in, in, in regards to the cover photo, so you have your profile picture, you can also have a cover photo. Um, my only thing is just to make it either relevant to what you do or at least interesting. And as we say with the Facebook Live you know, placement where you sit, just make sure you don't have anything weird coming out of your head. And check on mobile too, because I think it's something like 50-something percent of users are also using their mobile for LinkedIn. And the cover photo will appear differently on mobile than it does on your right. uh, desktop profile. So if profile. you have anything like words in there, mm-hmm. make sure that it's not getting cut off. If, do the best you can. LinkedIn cover photos are very finicky. Don't kill yourself trying to get it perfect. Just, uh, you know, get do the best you can. She's and talking then, to you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> do the best you can and then let it go. Well, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like, uh, what, I think. What bridge is that? That's the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh. I like that. <laughs> it doesn't really mean much for my LinkedIn profile, but it's cool. I like well, that. I mean, it's, it's my a old photo one. you took. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of easy. Yeah, that's very cool. That's a great photo. Hopefully, we'll be able to post links to everybody's profiles on this uh, show. <laughs> Otherwise, y'all are going to have no idea what we're talking about. That's <laughs> what happens so. when you let us play with our phones while we're actually <laughs> Yes, this is a problem. Podcasting. <laughs> so it's just me. It's like the Nicole show right now because <laughs> I think I'm the only one talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you got us all looking at our own profiles. Everybody's at least updating. Over here on LinkedIn, Tinder. <laughs> So I, I uh, don't upped my, because Nicole is a LinkedIn marketer, I upped my uh, subscription to the, what is it called, uh, Navigator premium? Or premium? Uh, Navigator or premium? So I can see who viewed my profile. Premium. <laughs> but premium. I always forget yeah. about it until I'm on there and then I'm, I start looking and I, I can see who, yeah. and I, that's really what I'm paying for right now because I'm <laughs> not using it to the fullest extent. Yeah. I, so. I, get, I get caught down that rabbit hole too. Do you have premium? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, I was I, advised by my social media. To I got it for free for a month. <laughs> and I went, I'm never going to use this, at least not right now. And I mean, it, primarily what premium, the um, the base level premium account gives you is the ability to see who's viewed your profile for mm-hmm. an extended period of time. Ah. So you can see who's viewed it. And then that way that gives you a kind of an opportunity to touch base with them. Ah, I got you. Um, got you. So one of the ways that you can do it is search that thing that you need. So whatever it is that you're looking for, people that you type of person that you want to connect with based on that headline uh, keyword, and then visit their profiles, and you'll appear to them. And if they come back and they look at you again, it sort of gives you like, okay, they're interested, I'm interested, let's click and you know send a it's connection like a request. Fishing game. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's LinkedIn. It's, it's, it's LinkedIn dating. Right. <laughs> what did you new. say about Tinder a little while ago? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no dating. Please don't do that, people. No. <laughs> Those are the worst messages in the world to receive, and thankfully, I've not been privy I, to many. Hi, I saw your profile picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. LinkedIn is not a dating site. It is B2B or you know, it can be B to C if necessary, but connections only mm-hmm. <laughs> and business connections, business only. connections only. All right. So we've talked about the uh, profile picture, the cover photo headline. Right. What about the, I could call it the summary. Is that, that is, called? it is called the summary. Right, yep. So, so this is the place to start telling your story. This is where you really, really need to knock it out of the park because this is what's going to bring people into the story of what you do, who you are and why you do it. And it's, it should be told as best you can in first person. I think even mine right now is probably a little bit of a we, um, but it really is supposed to be about you as the person that they're looking at on LinkedIn. It's not a resume summary. It's not a resume summary. It is. It is your personality should be shining through. <clears throat> so, and you know, if you need to tailor your personality a little bit because you're looking for maybe you're in a more buttoned down industry, that's okay. But if your personality is a big part of your marketing, like many entrepreneurs are then go for it. Just let it be. You know, I mean, obviously I think mine says that we're, uh, you know, 
kick ass marketing. It's okay. <laughs> you, you can I say, can cuss on here. Okay, that's well, I can remember. To, to uh, a limit. Yeah, to a limit. I'd say right, probably PG thirteen. So okay. yes, you can say kick okay, ass. Okay, so kick ass is okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you should probably have a good idea of your brand voice. If you haven't, if you have no idea how to explain who you are, you probably have to take it back a step and maybe talk to someone like Justin. Mm-hmm. Or, Absolutely. And even if you do, still writing is an art. So would you say hiring a, a content writer or a copy editor? As long as it's someone who's really, really good at making sure it sounds like you, I would say that's fine. Good advice. Um, yeah. I, otherwise, you know, you, you need it. It's, it's the same as we coach our re- regular social media clients through, is it still needs to come off as sounding like you. So if they meet you in person, there's no weird like, oh, this was different. This wasn't who I was expecting to meet. Yeah, I thought you were going to be kick-ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put pictures on mine. <laughs> no, no. We'll work on it. We'll Hi- work Hi- on Hi- it. Hi- I can't even say it. Hieroglyphics? Yeah. What is that wingding? It's about the best shot you're going to have me writing in that. Um, My summary is just full of emojis. I take pretty pictures. That's about it. That's what I tell people. I I take pictures. I take pictures. That's what I do. I take pictures. I shoot. No, no, no. I don't shoot people. I shoot people. No, you don't. No. That's (laughs) no. no, In a purse. That's that's not good. Uh, So anyway. FCC, I didn't mean it. Focus. So uh, going back to that conversation between entrepreneurs and job seekers, most of the people we're talking to on this podcast right now are entrepreneurs. Business yes. owners, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, yes. yes. Yeah, you are not looking for a job. You are not looking to be reached out to by a job uh, by a recruiter on LinkedIn. Therefore, you can let go of some of those more you know job friendly aspects of I your did profile. This. I worked here for this right. many years. I right. accomplished this. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't do that. It's so boring. Um, <laughs> I, I yes, have a question sir. then. You so suck. I understand, you know, writing, putting your story in the summary. Yep. But down underneath, and I'm skipping a few things here. Underneath <laughs> yes, ex- you are. I knew you were going to. Uh, <laughs> under, he has to go to that one he likes. <laughs> under experience, yep. you know, it shows where you've been before, yep. you know, your, your previous positions. Now, you have the opportunity to put in a description there. Should that... What, what's your recommendation for a description there? Because mine are deadly right now because it literally reads like a resume. Yeah, yeah. So, so I would tailor it to, and and that's something I think both entrepreneurs and job seekers run into, is you don't necessarily just want to list a bunch of bullet points of what you did, either on your resume or in this section on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Why, right. why were you there? Why were you with that company? What did you learn from them? What was the biggest project that you took away from that? What was the biggest thing that you learned while you were there? Make it something interesting and compelling. I mean, it's great if you were the admin and you did the books for you know like three years somewhere or whatever bad example I can come up with right now. So like um, maybe, for example, my five years... Instead of saying five years with design company XYZ, mm-hmm. you would rather position it into what's in it for the viewer, the person reading your LinkedIn profile. So exactly. with you know, five years spent at design company XYZ positioned me to have hands-on experience with clients that translated into actionable projects and real results. I'm using just a bunch of words right no. now. But <laughs> literally, you know, making it what's in it for them, what's in it for that person that mm-hmm. that is reading your profile. Yeah. Because they don't they're not hiring you to to be on their team. They want to know how they can work with you yeah. 
as I guess in our case, agencies, professionals, mm-hmm. brand consultants, photographers, what makes you stand out yeah. with your, your work? So you just, you take that, like in the summary of your why and your story as an entrepreneur and you know, the why you do what you do and why anyone should care, what you can do is take that to that company description and kind of explain like, okay, so I told you about me, now this is about the company I own. Does that make sense? So is that all under the about section, or I'm trying I'm trying to follow along? As to yeah, work. no. Um, so Justin had a skipping ahead a little. So oh. <laughs> thanks, Justin. <laughs> well, I kind of tied into what we were talking. It, I'm d- it to did. It did. Okay, I'm a LinkedIn mm-hmm. train wreck. Let's, put it, let's be honest. <laughs> I was going to say novice. Well, is well, that okay? Well, well, train wrecks works for me. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I, I'm I'm owning it. You know? Okay. But, okay. But I'm just trying to follow along and figure out where we're going with this. So I'm sorry. Yeah. If I no. 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 So confused. the summary is that first piece um, under under all of the information that we talked about before the headline and who you are, your profile, all that. So the summary is... Mine um, says about. Is that what we're talking about? That's the summary. That's the summary. Yep, that's okay, the summary. Thank you. Okay, I'm like, I wait, it. I don't know. I got it. Because right. I'm on my mobile, so... Oh, right. right. so oh, you are. That's the summary where it says uh, about. And then uh, there's another... Man. Well, now you can do... The, the thing about the summary is you can write a description but it also allows you to upload yes uh, so that's where you yep you you can uh, upload either documents or you can put a link to a video so like on mine i've got a link to a podcast that i was a guest on Mm -hmm. as well as a link to an article in which i was featured so you can put those things in there too which is i think a nice yeah so like we have a link to our website we have or i have a capability statement Mm -hmm. and i have a link to our uh, intake form Whoa, oh, okay. Yours is much more comprehensive than mine, Justin. Good, good job. <laughs> Way to go, Justin. I, I've had lots of help. <laughs> I've had lots of help. Okay, so going back to <laughs> So going to... back to actually answering your question, we're talking about the experience section. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's where, you know, if you are not a job seeker, um, or even if you are and you just want to insert a little bit more personality in that area, feel free. Talk about the company that you worked for, why you worked for them, maybe what you, you know, a, a, a highlight. It's a highlights reel, so you know. Not a good idea to say they sucked. I'm not working for them ever again. Probably not. <laughs> but it's also not a good idea to just put a bunch of bullet points of gotcha. like your da- daily tasks in there because that's it's wasted space. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to help you. That's actually going to help you if we wanted to jump down past education, licenses, volunteering. <laughs> we can jump down to the bottom um, where you have the opportunity to add in your skills. And that is actually where you can talk about um, those things that you're good at, the things that you did. And what that does for you is actually helps you rank higher in the searches. And because if somebody's looking for someone who has Microsoft Excel skills, they can actually search by your skills. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I use Microsoft Excel. That was just the first thing that popped in my head. But <laughs> <laughs> it works. Go for it. And uh, and it also you can uh, it allows you to be endorsed by other people for the for particular skills. So this doesn't mean that you tell your mom to go in there and say, oh, my baby's good at everything. Click, 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 click. (laughs) I have had people who have just endorsed me without knowing me. I have too. And I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. Um, You know, because then they turn around and ask me to do the same thing and I'm not going to do it. I'm only going to endorse you based on work I've actually done with you. Um, And vice versa. You should, should... give other people the same level of respect. Oh, but sure. it's absolutely okay to ask, you know, a client who had a great experience or, you know, people that you work closely with on a regular basis to endorse the skills that you are looking for endorsement for. And I would also advise you to ask them to do the ones that you really do want people finding you for. So for us it would be social media marketing, you know. We know what we're doing there. Please don't endorse my word doc skills. <laughs> <laughs> 
Photoshop <laughs> skills are right out, huh? Uh, not. There are none. <laughs> I don't. That's not listed. <laughs> we can add it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so anyway, I heard you could Photoshop my social media stuff. <laughs> right. Just make me look like I can do what I like. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yes, sir. Oh, is that is that the? <laughs> I thought he was telling me stop. No. <laughs> no so let's sorry, uh, let's run through let's run through education awards and accomplishments real quick. The basic thing here is just to realize that the more information that you have on here, the more excuses you have for people to connect with you. So ba- people will connect with you based on your volunteer experience. Maybe they've uh, volunteered with the same organization and they'll feel a kinship there. Certainly education. If you're an alumni of a certain school, you may have easier time connecting with that other with others from that school. And also, you know, any awards and accomplishments that you've been given, um, absolutely keep track of on your LinkedIn profile. All it does is just make you look more competent and more interesting in the eyes of those people visiting your profile. So before we have to wrap up, (laughs) I'd love to just touch on connecting with people. Mm. So, (laughs) and the whole table just grimaced because... um, Did you look at the time? Can we shut this room? Justin's sleeping. So, really I'm excited. So some of us get connection requests from people who have sent us in-mail messages or maybe have uh, no connection to us whatsoever, and we're left wondering why. And then as soon as we accept the connection request, because for some reason we're nice and we do it, they send us some sort of um, basically cold calling blurb, yeah. and they're gone. And that's the last we ever hear from them. And I don't really have time to go into a super special story about this uh, occasion that happened with that, but I basically told the salesperson off because not only am I social media marketer, but I do consider myself skilled in sales. <laughs> um, and this uh, it, it was just a completely inappropriate situation. So what I advise is if you're going to connect with people, have a good reason. Yeah. So don't just fire it off because their face is pretty. Also, make sure you tell them the reason when you send them the connection request, even if they're not, you don't think they're going to read it. If you have met them in person, remind them where you met them. If you just literally walked out the room, you can just send the request. You can say, hey, it was nice talking to you five minutes ago, LOL, and send it over or just hit connect. Okay, how many of you know about the cool thing? You probably know. The nearby. You told the me about ne- it. Oh, I told it's you your about fault. It. I love that. <laughs> Somebody a- taught me that at a uh, networking event. Yeah. You can actually set your phone to nearby Mm -hmm. and anybody that's in the room that you may be networking with it'll show up on the LinkedIn app and you can request how new is that uh, I don't know I don't think it's super new I just don't think anybody was using it personally wasn't using it as I told Bill because it was a little creepy for me Um, I didn't really want anybody to be able to find uh, me nearby. I do use it from time to time, um, but it does. I found out that it shuts off after a certain amount yes, of time. So once I found that out, I was like, okay, cool, Go that's fine. It, yeah. 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 So if you're at a networking um, event, you can use it. Yeah. Okay. So if you're at a networking event, turn it on so that people nearby can find you. And also, you know, when once you make that connection with someone, especially if you are looking to try to sell to them in some way, shape, or form, don't make it about you. No. Make it about them. You know, have some messages. You know, to make it easier, have some messages ready to go that you can sort of customize for them and then just ask them questions about what they do or something that you saw in their profile do not tell them all the things you can do for them they don't care it's it's the same etiquette as if you are at a networking event don't walk you up don't to someone and be to. like this is who i am and this is what i do and this is what i can sell you and here's my business card don't act like that <laughs> no. on linkedin yes. act like you would <laughs> act like you would in person yeah on LinkedIn, instead of just yeah, yes, mm. it's quantity uh, quality over quantity. So just like in a, in a room full of people, don't make it rain with your business card. <laughs> Have you heard the joke just, already? Yeah, throwing yes. your business card at people isn't going to get you very far. No, it's not, and it's completely unprofessional and unnecessary, and it's not 
building relationships, you, which is what LinkedIn is all about. I do about. want to kick, kick, kick that. Yeah, easy for me to say. I do want to go back to that one point you said yeah. about making it personal. Mm-hmm. You know, when you send a LinkedIn request, don't just use the can response. They, they no. Oh. Hi, Nicole. I like your red hair. Yeah. Will you connect with me? <laughs> oh, no, wait. That's, that's creepy, too. That's just creepy, yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, you know. You'll always get there somewhere flattering the air. <laughs> In my just case, kidding. not so much. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, it makes... At least if you do, at least try. Somebody mm-hmm. like me who doesn't write well to begin with, at least I'm making an effort to say, hey, remember from the other night we talked? Or, yeah, it was absolutely. great to talk about X, Y, and Z. It yeah. was nice to learn about right. whatever. Yeah. And if you haven't I've, met them in person, but you see some reason that you want to be connected to them, let them know what that reason is. I mean, just as long as it's not creepy, we're good. Like, if somebody <laughs> reaches out to me, somebody reached out to me today and said, hey, I see that you are a fellow mar- uh, you know, social media marketer and advertiser. I'd love to stay connected and chat. And I was like, okay, I don't know who you are, but you know, I'll go look at your profile, and if it makes sense, sure. As yeah. opposed to, I've been watching you for the last month. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we got to <laughs> minimize the creep factor. So, you and then I. So the title party. of this podcast is "How Not to Be a Stalker on LinkedIn." <laughs> Perfect, done. And but if you were to sum up what we've talked about the last thirty minutes, what are the three things that you would say? Okay, so my biggest takeaways are to make sure that as an entrepreneur that you're telling your story and not just you know putting out a resume. Right. To have a complete profile and you know make sure you have a profile picture, and to Connect in a meaningful and real way, and that would be it. Awesome, That's excellent powerful. points. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so Nicole, where can people find you? Oh, oh there's a plug <laughs> for myself. <laughs> I know, as I was just gonna say, should have waited for one of us to say it. <laughs> so, um, if you're looking for me online, you can find me at the spark social dot. I'm sorry, woo. The, the spark. spark. <laughs> social. It is you. a non-traditional domain. We know. Yes, and yeah, I've got one too. Yeah, it's also um, it's also under construction. Better better to connect with me on LinkedIn at Nicole Eller, um, which is my custom URL by the by the way, which we didn't even get into. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's for next time. It's a custom URL. <laughs> so yes. basically, it's .com backslash Nicole Eller. That's correct. LinkedIn.com backslash Nicole Eller. Yes. There you go. Yes. And you can also find us uh, at the Spark Social on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, And yeah, drop us a line anytime. Any questions? Love to connect in a non-creepy way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us, Nicole. It's always fun (laughs) when you're here. Always a pleasure to come hang out with you guys for a couple hours. (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps up this episode. So until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook in our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.